0: god said i need somebody willing to get up before dawn milk cows work all day in the fields milk cows again eat supper then go to town and stay past midnight at a meeting of the school board so god made a farmer
1: my administration will be focused on three very important words jobs jobs
0: jobs he must be a minister a social worker a diplomat a tough guy and a gentle man and of course he'll have to be a genius because he'll have to feed a family
2: that's right my name is Scott Adams you're listening to the Scott Adams show and I want to thank everybody for tuning in today and I'm joined by Leonor Kravota hello Leonor hello Scott so it's good to have you here that's great to be here. a couple days in a row so um, and you're gonna be here tomorrow right yes that's great all right so uh, you know I just <laughs> as, as the show is starting remember um, our call system is still down but it, we're gonna get that back up it's not not gonna be a problem um, but for me, I could get the calls in. I can get a call in through Zoom or Skype or anything like that. Um, for me, personally, that would be easy. Right. But i got to think of a solution for all the show hosts right. that are part of the network. And so that that's a whole different uh, solution to a problem. <laughs> I have a solution to that problem. I just got to roll it out. Not that's enough it. hours in the day. <laughs> Um, but, the devils uh, in the
3: details and in the implementation.
2: That's right, but you know, remember one of the one of our old callers is Ke- Kelly Dykman. Yes, not she's... not old and.
3: Uh, we know what yeah. you mean. Uh, long sta- a caller of long standing out
2: there in Nebraska. Yeah. <laughs> so she's she's writing in and uh, she's she's con- she's uh, sending me a message on Facebook. And she says, "Did you see this? Lisa Monaco, Bob Mueller's chief of staff, Susan Hennessy, from Brookings, pusher of uh, the you know the the various hoaxes, hoaxes, hired as top two DOJ staff, cleaning up any info from Spygate. You know she deleted everything she ever right. posted over there on um, Twitter. Right. And and Chuck Ross and it was a uh, um, J- J- Carlson, um, drawing a blank on the name,
3: Jeff Carlson. Jeff
2: Carlson, yeah, from Epic Times. Uh, follows me. I follow him. We we've contacted each other a couple of times uh, back in the day uh, when we were digging deep on dear, you know, Christopher Steele, Richard Dearlove, you know, the the whole thing, and you know, I was saying, you know. It's no no secret that when the Ukraine thing came along, and Alexander Vindman was talking with Eric Ciaramella, and Eric Ciaramella, uh, and, and Vin Vinman was also talking with George Kent, the guy with the bow tie, and Ciaramella was in the CIA, and Adam Schiff was like, "We can't out the whistleblower," uh, but everybody knew it was Eric Ciaramella, and everybody knew that Eric Ciaramella's lover was a guy named Sh- Sean Misko, who worked at the NSC and then decided to work on Schiff's staff as an attorney. And they all knew that the attorney involved was this guy named Mark Zaid, who had on January 30th, 2017, 10 days after Inauguration Day, said the coup has started. Yeah. There are a series of many steps. Lawyers will be involved, ultimately impeachment. This was the attorney for the whistleblower that we're not supposed to know the name of. And if you mention his name, Eric Saramella, you will be banned from Facebook. Period. Which is ridiculous. You just mentioned, if you just just post, go ahead, I I double dang, triple dang dare you.
3: Triple dang dare you. Yeah. That's alliteration.
2: That's Christmas story. (laughs) Remember that?
3: Yes, I love that
2: movie. All right. So basically... Yeah, I'll triple-dang dare you. Just say, I want to talk. I, I have new information about Eric Ciaramella. Just Facebook that. Banned. <laughs> You'll be banned, man. And so it's crazy. This guy, just a do-nothing guy. All these guys, what do they have in common? They all hook up with the Brookings Institute. So So Kelly was writing me, and she says, Catherine uh, Rumbler, uh, O's Fixer, uh, is back. All buddies of uh, Andrew Weissman. Catherine Rumble? Is that the name? Catherine. Yeah, probably.
3: Yeah, she was on
2: the— She had a spell correct issue. She
3: was on the shortlist to be attorney general a number of years ago, and then there was some—I forget. The, the, there was some impropriety in her background. Uh, yeah,
2: and then Mary McCord is now a hired uh, fired, a friend of uh, FISA court. All the people that were yeah. um, en- engaged in the Russian hoax— I you better hope that Donald Trump has backups of all the stuff yeah. that, you know that they had, um, and I believe Rick Grinnell in some way, uh, you know, archived the data in such a way, covering their tracks, double middle finger to America. Of course it is, and um, I responded to Kelly and I said I've I've trolled Susan Hennessy for years on Twitter. She's A nut job, Trump-hater, I've been saying uh, the people running this country are straight out of Brookings and Atlantic Council. How many times have you heard me say that?
3: Many times.
2: I say it over and over and over again. They are the think tankers and liberal elites in the beltway behind the Ukraine-Russian hoaxes. Remember when Fiona Hill said she saw the dossier a day before it was published by BuzzFeed by a friend who where Brookings. Yes, you know. Brookings is is nothing but a a uh, Russian oligarchy friendly uh anti-American established elite uh Trump hating organization. That's what it is. It's it's uh the Atlantic Council. I know many people that love the Atlantic Council and Brookings Institute. Mm-hmm. They're they're liberals. And they know the people that are there and they think it's all hunky-dory. What they don't realize is that a lot of the people that are, are representing themselves in the hallways there are actually really scathing, you know, conniving, evil people. So Kelly writes, uh, yep. Now that they're back under Obama 2.0, thought the deep state was a figment of our imagination, unless so. That's what I've been saying all week. I've been saying that what we have is shrapnel, what we have is debris, right? Thanks to Donald Trump, he required that these people bring out the heavy artillery, and the heavy artillery is tracing back. Just like in Iran right now. I mean, just like in Israel. In Israel, all those missiles that are going into Israel, because now Palestinians feel like they got a blank check from Joe Biden, and because the Palestinians feel empowered and emboldened, that you know Saudi Arabia is going to go and renegotiate deals with them now. They feel like they have a bright future financially. You know, Trump stumped them on the head with a with a billy, billy club. Just kept dumping them. And they were like, ow, that hurts. But they knew, they knew who the boss was. And they didn't mess around. And I ran too. Thump them right, right on the head. Thump them right on the head with that billy club. Ow, that hurts. Yeah, well, we're going to sanction you again. How you like them adults? Yeah. Right? The JCPOA, say goodbye right? So it's all gone. And we really wore the pants there. And it was an easy problem to figure out. Because if there's one thing that Trump knew, Trump knew leverage. He knew that even when he was outgunned, he's going to get that building on that corner in New York City. And he did it. He play, He Trump has played the David and Goliath role a hundred times. He knows how to create leverage, And how to make leverage happen Something Biden would never know Because Biden has been a snake Within the wheels of government For 50 years And has never made a payroll Never made a widget Never provided a service To anybody He has lined his pockets With backroom deals uh, That were financed by uh, The sweat of the taxpayer dollar You, me, we work for these people but no it's sh- that's not the way the constitution was written they work for us but has it been happening lately do you really feel like they're working for us or do you really feel like they're trying to destroy our lives and make us pay
3: maybe the second
0: one
2: yeah <laughs> so i mean that's what that's what it is we have a we have, a, uh, we have a lot of show to give you today. Uh, there's a lot of things to cover.
3: Well, we and- were talking about, of course, Liz Cheney yesterday and what happened with her. And, uh, you know, her being um, removed from her position in, in terms of the Republican uh, Congress leadership position, which, you know, I, I think this was a good thing. It, sh- it showed some solidarity among Republicans. And while Elise Stefanik has not yet moved into the position, she has not yet moved into the position, you know, because I think they have to go through a process. You know, it looks good that she's going to replace her.
2: Yeah, no, she's already been appointed. She has been appointed. Yeah, I thought yeah, I already, didn't know it's that. A, it actually it's a happened. done deal. Yeah. Um, so she's gotten that. She's gotten the green light on that. We called that. But that, I mean, that wasn't even hard to call um, because Trump basically endorsed her. Right. So, you know, Trump wears the pants, but I want to play. I'm going to play some clips here. And uh, so today what we're going to cover is we're going to cover ghost guns and and something we were going to cover yesterday, but we didn't have time. We're going to cover um, the fact that Iran supplied rockets that are being fired into Israel. And that's because of the policies of the bite of of Biden's uh, what Biden is doing. I bite my tongue because I don't even say the Biden. And then there's another word called administration. (laughs) I don't ever put those two together. Um, So (laughs) um, McCarthy. uh, So we're going to get into McCarthy and Liz Cheney. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into um, a little bit of a misnomer. You know, the Army Corps of Engineers is rebuilding the wall because... Things aren't working too well, but really, what they're doing is they're trying to build a levee, so that the Rio Grande River is not so dangerous for the illegal crossers. And we're finding so we're
3: focusing on the illegal crossers and not the citizens of the United States. Yeah, so it's not
2: exactly the way it's been reported. At first, people were like, "Wow, look at that! Joe Biden's doing a complete flip flop on, you know, on the border." Well, it turns out that no, he's actually trying to like. Give them new new tar on the road, <laughs> you know, yeah. by building a levee and helping them cross the Rio Grande easier. Right? We're going to listen to what Ted Cruz has to say about that. But the, the idea is that my biggest concern isn't just the obvious, isn't just the border crossing. My bigger concern is that these people are showing up in Akron, Ohio, yeah. by bus, right? They're showing up in all these different things. They said that 500,000 people were crossing, um, and I forget what period of time that was, but 500,000 people have crossed, right? They said that's the size of Kansas City. Think about that, folks. Think about that. Kansas City would impact a state election, a statewide election. If you had 100% of voters voting, in Kansas City, Missouri, not Kansas. Um, you could actually maybe flip Missouri one day. You know, I mean, let's face it. Wasn't didn't Missouri, wasn't Missouri the state with uh, that that woman that was a senator? Um, what was her name?
3: You're not talking about Gabby Gifford, no. no. Which which woman who was senator? I'm talking
2: about the uh, the woman that got unseated by. Uh, by Holly, uh, Josh Holly, yeah, Josh Holly. Oh,
3: here. oh, Claire Haskell. Yeah, that's Claire, who you're talking that's about. That's Missouri, right? That's Missouri. Yeah. So
2: they're not that far removed from actually having a liberal senator. Yeah, that's my that was my point. Right. So they're going to take Missouri back. Yeah, and and they're going to also they're uh, pa- stacking um, Louisiana, and you watch. Uh, I'm hearing a lot of people are going into Akron. So you watch the numbers. Now, here's what I want you to do is pay attention. And I want you to pay attention to the shifts in numbers because they're not normal evolutionary shifts. So, like, for example, Ohio is a state where Trump won by, like, 13 points or 10 points. You're going to see Ohio become, like, a, bat- a, bat- a blue, a purple state again. Mm-hmm. And it's because they're shipping voters. Again, they're shipping people with IDs, which turn into voter registrations, which then turn into ballots. And the ballots turn into liberal votes that never really get mailed out. They simply get, you know, created and sent through a balloting system. That's why the creases are so important. There's some fraud we found in Arizona. We're going to get to that today as well. But we're going to start with um we're going to start with the the border, and we're going to work our way from there because there's so many other things that we we there's so many things we're going to be covering today. So I'm going to work my way back. We have a, some some really great audio clips that we want to play. And um and then we're going to let's see I'm just I'm oh by the way inflation
3: yes so. Uh, many things are going up in price diapers, eggs, cheese loads of things are going up in price and you know what I also heard? I heard that Chick-fil-A has cut back on the number of sauces that they give to people because there is a su- supply chain issue and we're going to start seeing that with well, a lot a of worker, things. Well there's a worker issue and there's a huge worker issue uh, you're, you're seeing a shortage of workers drivers, a shortage of restaurant workers, and a shortage of uh, people to repair um, heating and air conditioning systems so this a shortage of both skilled and unskilled labor happening because you've got so many people that are at home receiving not much less money to sit at home and do nothing versus what they would be making to be working. In some cases they would be making more to be working but because they've become comfortable with staying at home they are electing to stay home.
2: So Disclosed TV writes, one can get the impression that a social, economic and political uh, political control demolition is underway in the United States. So we look to the oil debacle, right? right? And the Biden administration endorsed paying the ransom. Yeah. But we'll leave that to Colonial Pipelines for that.
3: What's the line? We always say never pay the ransom because once you pay the ransom, they keep coming back.
2: Yeah, but, you know, the the, the problem was also that uh, even the energy secretary... Said the pipe There's nothing better than a pipeline So so you know How do you square that right How do you square that So this is the uh, This is the um, This is the story where um, Major cyber attacks With links to Russia have grown Bolder even in the face of Escalating US economic Sanctions presenting a high stakes Dilemma for President Biden So so basically, this um, the Biden administration's spokesperson on this said, "Well, the ransom, you know, might need to get paid by uh, by Colonial, but th- you know, you're going to have to ask them what they're going to do." And that that was the wrong answer. Of course, the FBI gives the right answer, and you know they're saying never pay the ransom. And then you got the energy secretary, and basically what she's saying. Is she saying this?
3: Yeah, can you uh,
1: tell us uh, what is the feasibility of using rail cars to transport fuel into the affected areas? I know that's being looked at.
3: Yeah, um, the DOT is looking at that, and so we'll have to wait till their analysis is done. Um, these these are not easy solutions because. Um, there may or may not be the right uh, rail cars. There may not or may not be the deep water ports available for the Jones Act to be able to respond. So this particular area of the country, there. This is why we have um, doubled down on ensuring that there's an ability to truck uh, oil in, gas in. But
2: so we got we got trucks,
3: right? It's it's uh, the pipe is the best way to go. And what? What did she just say? She said the pipe is the best way to go. The pipe go. is the best way to go. And to so that's, uh, the pipe is the best way to go. But it's, it's uh, the pipe is the best way to go. And so that's why, um, hopefully, this company, uh, Colonial, will, in fact, uh, be able to restore.
2: So, so basically, yeah. on day one, he shut down the Keystone pipeline. And the people from Keystone who are out of work are basically saying, you know, you need redundancy. He said, the Colonial Pipeline is 60 years old. What if this was an infrastructure that wasn't going to be repaired for, for a month? What then? What kind of backup do we have? None. So that, what does that do to the markets? To uh, tell the markets that we're that unstable. That that it causes them
3: to go into a tailspin, which is what we're, we're one hacker see.
2: away from total collapse.
3: Yeah, that that spooks the markets, as they like to say. Now
2: the question is: Is it by design? Is this part of the Great Reset? Is this part right. of? Because remember, back when Trump got hit with the Russian hoax, mm-hmm. and then the Bob Mueller thing, right, with Andrew right. Weissman, and all of these different things we're going at Trump and the mainstream media hated Trump and the the left hated Trump and um, and then there was the Beltway Brookings Institute Atlantic Council that hated Trump then you had all these lawyers from the law, lawfare blah you know the Lincoln project and right. all these different people uh, 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 that called themselves conservatives the Liz Cheney's and Bob Corker's and Jeff Flake's and and Andrew and, and Justin Amash's of the world All these losers That were endorsed by Establishment organizations In Washington Supported by These people We know many organizations Personally That are well loved and respected Well financed and funded By Republicans You know And some you don't know But They were sponsoring and endorsing these rhinos that hated Trump Yeah, behind the scenes and in front of the camera. And everybody really went down. I mean, that's actually part of the shrapnel, but that was also part of the Great Reset. Now you got, you know, um, Paul Ryan, who was always sort of a big rhetoric talker when it came to the border wall. And he always sort of knew right from wrong. but. He sold himself out for the backroom deal and made millions doing it, which is the way the reason why he could afford to buy his way onto the Fox News board. You don't get there cheap to have that kind of influence. No,
3: I think not.
2: So you got to have some bank. And Paul Ryan's got the bank, man, because he sold out our country to get rich, just like Ilhan Omar did, just like ocasio cortez does just like all kinds of people are in washington dc and so the issue is well, how much of this is by design because president trump was hit with the hoax then hit with the Mueller thing and then there is comey then there is as soon as they got that done whew, wow trump says something about the ukraine call right or right. next thing you know there's something about the ukraine calls perfect call Next thing you know, let's investigate that. All of a sudden, there's an impeachment. And they go through the impeachment witch hunt. And they finally get to the end of that road. Meanwhile, you got General Flanagan in court like every other day for three and a half years because he was in a room alone with two guys he should not have been in a room alone with, Pianca and Strzok, who were part of the FBI. And then General Flynn hires Eric Holder's law firm. I don't know why he did that. But um, Covington and Burling. And then all of a sudden that trial was in place. So they had to block all kinds of evidence from getting out. Wasn't a smart move. But he wasn't part of the Trump administration. In fact, he was fired two weeks in. He was hired twice by Obama. And his yeah. brother Charles Yeah. recently, not too long ago, Charles Flynn, was hired by Biden. Seems like Biden and the Obamas love hiring the Flynn's. I don't know what that's about. But in any case, all of this is going on. And then next thing you know, what happens, what happens like immediately after the impeachment hoax has been won by the patriots? What happens? COVID.
3: Yes. And COVID is what Se- seemingly devastated our country but we're you know we're coming you know we're we're coming back from so it so
2: covid covid is the next thing so there was a constant bombarding of our united states of america of, of our freedoms tearing our country apart with black lives matter marxists and antifa thugs wanting to cancel culture and call everybody a racist wanting to tear our statues down and end America as we know it.
3: And if you think about the timing, you know, when you, in terms of the election, it was shortly after CPAC, the the late February, early March, that you started hearing about COVID and people and more instances of COVID. And at that point, suddenly Biden was became the front runner. It literally happened almost overnight. The two th- the two situations intersected.
2: Well, it certainly doesn't help that. You get a guy like Andrew McCarthy, who's the leader, leader of our party, right? The leader of the Republican Party is out there saying bullcrap like this. That doesn't in mean the
1: president is free from fault. The president bears responsibility. Talking about President Trump Wednesday's attack on Congress by mob rioters. He should have immediately denounced the mob when he saw what was unfolding. These facts require immediate action by President Trump. Accept his share of responsibility. Quell the brewing unrest. And ensure President-elect Biden is able to successfully begin his term. That doesn't mean the president... So, re- so
2: that's, that's uh, Kevin McCarthy, right. the leader of the Republican Party. Uh, former speaker, would-be speaker if we had the majority. This is the guy that's sleeping with Frank Luntz and has mistresses all over D.C. and he's married and he's you know got a bunk bed uh, lined up for Frank Luntz, the dunce, who is basically in bed with Google. And these swines are sitting up there with a microphone getting paid by you to spiel that kind of rhetoric. The question he should have been asking was the question that was asked yesterday on Capitol Hill to former AG, acting AG Jeffrey Rosen, not to be confused with? Um,
3: no, I know uh, who you. The, I, I know who you mean. Yeah, this is
2: a different Jeffrey Rosen. This is the. Um, this is a, the acting AG. Right. Okay. Well, no, he was acting AG. This is a whole different guy. Right. All right. Not the Rosen you know. Um, in any case um, So Gozar Asks the right questions Okay So we're going to get to that Here in a sec- Oh wait So just yesterday mm-hmm. Just yesterday This is what Kevin McCarthy said In the wake of Liz Cheney Okay This is another Kevin McCarthy We're going to get rid of him
1: Well First of all the conference will decide, but I don't think anybody is questioning the legitimacy of the presidential election. I think that is all over with.
2: What?
3: What did I, he just say? He said, I don't think anybody's questioning the legitimacy of the presidential election. There's an
2: easy going on. This was just yesterday. I know. There's,
3: there's tons of work going on that's still questioning. Unbelievable it. that yeah. he would say that. Yeah. So this is
2: just a, this is Frank Luntz's roommate.
3: And he's also saying things like, it's all over with, you know, like. Let's listen to it again. Yeah
1: well first of all the conference will decide but i don't think anybody is questioning the legitimacy of the presidential election i think that is all over the touch we're sitting here with the president today um so from that point of view i don't think that's a problem well
2: so, so this was just you know gop leaders speak after meeting with biden right and that this is just yesterday and CNN loves to air stuff like that. Of
3: course, they do. They love to like, air anything CNN. that makes Trump look bad.
2: Meanwhile, we got patriots in in office, like Representative Gozar pushes former acting AG Jeffrey Rosen for answers on the death of Ashley Babbitt, and this is just yesterday, or the day before. Well, one in the last. 48 hours.
1: Mr. Rosen, do you recall the name of the young lady, a veteran, wrapped in an American flag that was killed in the U.S. Capitol?
0: I do. Uh, Her name was Ashley Babbitt.
1: Yes, Ashley Babbitt. Was Ashley Babbitt armed?
0: Uh,
1: Again, Congressman, I mean to be respectful of your observations, but I just don't want to talk about individual situations. uh, or Reclaiming my time, Mr. Rosen, no, she wasn't. She was wrapped in a U.S. flag. Was the death of Ashley Babbitt a homicide?
2: Uh, uh, Congressman, I'm not trying to be unhelpful here, but I I just cannot comment. I, I, I
1: understand, but I mean, reclaiming my time, as the death certificate says, it was a homicide. Who executed Ashley Babbitt?
0: Congressman, I'm just going to have to say the same thing here, that I, I don't want to get into the specific uh, I, I facts Thank, and you investigations. Very much.
1: Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Now, Chief Conti, what are the rules of engagement at the D.C.
0: protests? At DC protests, sir. Yes. Yeah, sir.
2: we are. Uh, the only time that uh, we engage in donning riot gear, that kind of thing,
0: is when in situations where there's an actual attack that's going on, sir. I'm not sure the. Uh, uh,
1: well, I appreciate. I appreciate you and thank you for your service,
2: Madam Chair. Mr. Rosen, do you re- see this guy? Just can't answer any of the questions, mm-hmm. and we still don't know who the killer of is. Uh, yeah, yeah. Kevin McCarthy wants to sit up there and play politics. Yeah. Man, if it's not it's just enough to upset you. What, what's that
3: it? expression we use? Uh with friends like that who needs enemies?
2: How in the world are we electing these people? Of course it's California, right? You know, they uh they play this game where they hire people. They hire people. They hire people that um they want there. Now it's my contention mm-hmm. that they want Mitch McConnell as Senate majority leader. The Biden, Biden people want Mitch McConnell as the leader in the Senate. Mm-hmm. They can work with that guy. Right. Because they have good, you know, they have dirt on his wife, Elaine right. Chao. Right. Because her family owns the Foremost Group, which is a shipping company that's been shipping cocaine stuffed in fish for decades. You know yeah. that's why they he didn't get his nickname Cocaine Mitch, for nothing. They got pulled over.
3: Well, was it was only was recently that on I actually boat. learned the root of that nickname. I kept wondering why do they call him that? Yeah, because now the boat got
2: pulled over. Yeah, pull over, right? <laughs> <You're> <laughs> what too funny. what the heck is that in your boat? Yeah, <laughs> and of course it's not a boat. It's a sh- it's a cargo shipping. Right. You know, it's a mammoth. Freightliner, right? Right. And they have hundreds of them going back and forth through Asia. Right. And then they have hundreds of them going through the Middle East. And there's so much, so many guns and oil. And and the thing about it is, small time crooks aren't in on the global shipping. No. It's all the governments and and the and the lobbyists and the gun runners and the people working in the black markets. Um. Remember the movie War Dogs we saw? Yes. With, uh, who are the actors in that? But War Dogs. Anyway, there were these two young guys who were basically getting in on military contracts. And, you know, they were basically selling not the big ticket, not the big multi, multi, multi million dollar guns. But if you go on this public database, you can find all these different things where you can make. You know, sixty thousand dollar profit on that transaction, sixty thousand on that one. Next thing you know, you got ten, you've just made six hundred thousand bucks. You know, that's a that's a lot for some people. You know some who, people six hundred thousand is, is all they need. They don't need ten million. You
3: no, know, the actor that you were thinking of is Miles Teller, who's been in a lot of films, and then also uh Jonah Hill.
2: Yeah, Jonah Hill from yeah. Money Moneyball. Right. Who lost a lot of weight, but now, yes. now he looks tiny. He's now, a tiny
3: yeah, guy. well, now when you look at his old films and you see how heavy he was in contrast to how he is now.
2: So Jeff Carlson writes another reason for GOP leader to be replaced. I actually think that what's happened is Biden. The reason why the left is apoplectic, yeah, about Liz Cheney, because they're crying, man. They are upset. They are really really angry and why do you think i can't believe because trump had something to do with this by the way she hated trump she stood up and bashed trump right i mean what liz cheney said yesterday let's take a listen this is unbelievable really when you think about it let's take a listen to what liz cheney had to say uh
4: the nation needs it the nation needs a strong republican party uh the nation needs a party that uh that is based upon fundamental principles of conservatism and I am committed and dedicated to ensuring uh, that that's how this party goes forward. And I plan to lead the fight to do that.
1: Uh,
4: I uh, will do uh, everything I can to ensure uh, that uh, the former president never again gets anywhere near the Oval Office. We have seen the danger uh, that he continues to provoke with his language. Uh, we have seen his lack of commitment and dedication to the Constitution. Uh, and I think it's very important that we make sure whomever we elect is somebody who will be faithful to the Constitution.
2: Yeah, like she wasn't. Like she. So wasn't. you know they're like uh, talking about lies, and there's a picture of her, she and her dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah lies create violence yeah like in iraq yeah you know i mean come on well you
3: know what's interesting about the liberals is is when you think about how all the liberals despise dick cheney and now they're go now they're supporting his daughter
2: i responded to that clip and i said rhino liz cheney says she plans to fight a battle she has already lost maga at maga org and at bugle call org will not rest until liz cheney is out of politics her only sanctuary will be liberal media, on the Democrat or the Democrat Party. Either way, that's that's going to be her limitation to that, and um, and then Liz is bitter, horrible. Uh, so Liz is is a bitter, horrible human being. President Trump responds, releases statement after GOP lawmakers vote to dump crazy Liz Cheney from the leadership position. So. The uh, letter reads like this. It says, Liz Cheney is a bitter, horrible human being. I watched her yesterday and realized how bad she is for the Republican Party. She has no personality or anything good having to do with politics or our country. She is a talking point for Democrats, whether that means the border, the gas lines, inflation or destroying our economy. She is a warmonger whose family stupidly pushed us into the never-ending Middle East disaster, draining our wealth and depleting our great military, the worst decision in our country's history. I look forward to soon watching her as a paid contributor on CNN or MSDNC. Now, Mm -hmm. that being said, I had a thought just this morning, and I said to myself, I said, you know, I was thinking about the Biden administration, all the different moves. And I think it was inspired by what Kelly wrote into me and about all these different players that they're bringing in and all these different people that they've let go. And one of the things was they needed a team that was going to, you know, drink the Kool-Aid and carry the water. Well, the way I see it, one of the mistakes that Donald Trump made is he didn't fire everybody at the top uh, on the seventh floor of the FBI. That should have been number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, he should have fired everybody in the NSC. He should have gotten rid of a lot of top people at the State Department. He should have gotten rid of a lot of bad actors that didn't have his um, policy interests in mind and had a liberal agenda to actually aggressively try to oust him from office. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was a lot of that. And so... I think what would be great is, you know, I I don't know the exact number, but I have to believe that when Biden came in, he tossed everybody that was going to be in his way. Oh, totally. Because he doesn't like an argument or dissent. No, no, or, no. They got rid of everybody, yeah, all yeah. the Trump holdovers. So that sets a precedent. Yeah. So when Trump gets reelected, did you hear that? Yeah, I heard you. When Trump gets reelected, what's going to happen is he could toss every single bad actor mm-hmm. and they're taking names, they're counting it, they're checking it twice and they're going to find out who's naughty or nice.
3: Yeah. I, lo- I, lo- I like that expression. It's, it's, it's actually very apropos. I use
2: that in the uh, opening um, mar- remark of Bugle Call before we yeah. finished the, all the updates. No, I but know you do. Yeah, that's that's funny. Um, but yeah, no, we and I think that uh, what What is the media going to say? Are they Are going to impeach them for firing people? No, oh. they're not. And I think that's going to be the uh, overall cleansing, because I believe that what's in play right now, what we've been talking about is we went from the Russian hoax to the Ukraine hoax to the COVID pandemic. And then now the COVID pandemic is over. And what do we have? economic malaise right we, we have, have inflation that went from
3: we, and the unemployment numbers are not going down did you you know you last year last week with the forecast they were we supposed were cool, to be adding 25%. about a. They were supposed to be adding about a million new jobs. They added more like two hundred sixty thousand. There was a huge gap in the forecast, and part. So there, you have a combination of new jobs not being added, and you have an, a com, and you also have a situation where there are jobs out there and nobody's taking them.
2: Steve Cortez writes: Inflation was one point one percent when Biden was elected. It's four point two percent now and rising, the worst number since two thousand eight. Huh. Wow, that's bad. okay, that's 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 bad yeah. because two thousand and eight was a housing crisis right. right. The Biden inflation spike crushes middle and lower income citizens as food and energy prices soar while incomes don't. Now, that being said, like you said, yeah, we said diapers, milk,
3: cheese, yeah, yeah. staples are going up in price, and then on top of it, you're going to notice supply chain limitations where you you know you purchase something and they don't have enough of a particular product. So when there's a scarcity, then of course that creates price increases. So they're going to be the hard things that you're going to see where you you can't you know diapers are going up or gas is going up, but then you there's almost, going to be the soft things when to, you go into a restaurant and you don't get as much in in the way of condiments.
2: You almost have to think that maybe Carter was ahead of his time and part of the um, you know the Cloward and Piven um, uh, uh, Zelensky crushed the economy to rebuild uh, America in the way you see fit possibly model because Biden went to Jimmy Carter and took a photo op yeah two weeks ago so Donald Trump yesterday Decided to write a statement. And he says this, he says, it's a statement by Donald J. Trump, forty fifth President of the United States of America, may twelfth, twenty twenty one. I see he says this. I see that everybody is comparing Joe Biden to Jimmy Carter. It would seem to me that it is very unfair to Jimmy Carter.
3: Didn't he win a Nobel Peace Prize, Jimmy Carter? Jimmy <laughs> mishandled
2: crisis after crisis, but Biden has created crisis after crisis. Talking about the border, yeah. talking about the economy, all the numbers were going in the yeah. right direction. Trump never had a bad number.
3: And Biden's a liar, too. That's the other thing you've got to remember.
2: First, there was the Biden border crisis that he refuses to call a crisis. Then, Biden, uh, then the Biden economic crisis. Then the Biden-Israel crisis, and now the Biden gas crisis. Joe Biden has had the worst start of any president in United States history, and someday they will compare future disasters to the Biden administration. But no, Jimmy was better.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That is very funny.
2: All right, so now I want to take a listen. Um, we are never going to get to that ghost gun Situation. Maybe tomorrow. I want to take a. I want to take a listen to this uh, uh, Ted Cruz uh, clip.
0: Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have produced an absolute disaster on our southern border. The crisis that is unfolding is a humanitarian crisis. It is a public health crisis, and it is a national security crisis. Just over a month ago, I led a group of 19 senators to go to our southern border. Representing Texas, I've been to our southern border many, many times. In the Rio Grande Valley, this was by far the worst I've ever seen it. Masses crossing illegally, a caravan one after the other after the other, and all of this is man-made. We saw facilities that were packed at over 1,700 percent their capacity in the midst of a global pandemic, with a 10% COVID positivity rate in the Donna tent facility where kids were lined up in the Biden cages for four years, the press talked incessantly about kids in cages. And what was never reported is that Barack Obama built the cages and Joe Biden is building more cages. They're bigger cages and they're more full in those Biden cages. We saw little boys and little girls not six feet apart, as you would want during a pandemic, not three feet apart, not even three inches apart, lying on the floor side by side, no beds, no mats, no cots, packed in as tight as they can be, wrapped in emergency reflective materials. Over 10% COVID positivity. The Biden administration barred the press from access on our trip to the border ABC News asked to embed with the 19 senators. Fox News asked to embed with the 19 senators. The Biden administration said no. And their reason was COVID. They said one cameraman from ABC was an unacceptable risk of COVID. Never mind 4,200 people crammed in a facility with 10% COVID positivity. One reporter, they said, was a COVID risk. We have a number of cameramen and women standing here. You know just how ludicrous that is. By the way, the Trump administration allowed the press in. The Obama administration allowed the press in. The Clinton administration did. The Bush administration did. But not Joe Biden. Joe Biden wants the world to cover up and hide this crisis that he has created. So the 19 senators, we pulled out our cell phones.
2: Well, you got to ask why, too. And, And the reason why is they're importing votes. Right, of course. Because they're shipping them to Akron. Yeah, I mean that's they're shipping them to different states. Well, we've talked and, about this. Yeah, they and, put
3: people where they well, need the votes.
2: And we've been to, we were talking about this during the Obama administration. We talked about the seven eight they, years ago. They're just picking up where Obama left off. Yeah, uh, Biden has now picking up and and basically they're in a rush because they know that they're lo- they don't have public opinion on their side. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of time before they get busted mm-hmm. with the voter fraud and and all kinds of crimes. And they got to get power before the crimes get them. You understand? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: And we filmed and took pictures. The Biden administration sent a political minder from Washington, D.C., who jumped in front of the camera and screamed at senators, do not show these images to the American people. All of this is man-made. Three decisions Joe Biden made. Halting construction of the wall on week one in office reinstating the failed policy of catch and release, and most indefensibly, ending, ripping up the international agreement, Remain in Mexico, that had produced last year the lowest rate of illegal immigration in 45 years. Remain in Mexico was an incredible success, so what did Joe Biden do? ripped it up, and we have right now today the worst illegal immigration in 20 years. 178,000 people came in last month, the month of April. We're on a path to 2 million people, and it's getting worse. This month is worse than last month. Last month was worse than the month before. Every month it's getting worse because they're not fixing it. But as it's getting worse and worse, the corporate media has stopped covering it. You turn on the 6 o'clock news, and suddenly the Biden border crisis has disappeared. Now, I recognize there are other crises. We've got a gas crisis playing out. We've got a war in the Middle East. We may have an inflation crisis coming. I agree. Biden policies are failing across the board, economically, domestically, and abroad. But that doesn't mitigate the disaster that's playing out on our southern border. In over 100 days in office, Joe Biden has not been to our southern border. Biden named Kamala Harris as in charge of the border. She has not been to the southern border once as vice president. I would say to the folks in the media, anytime you're standing in front of the president or vice president, the very first question should be, why haven't you gone to the southern border to see the crisis, to see the little boys and little girls being physically abused, sexually abused, because of your policy failures? And by the way, the reason they don't go, there's an answer to this is they know if they go, they'll bring TV cameras. They know if they go, the press will be forced to cover it. Kamala Harris has been to the Canadian border as vice president, but not the southern border. The last I checked, we don't have a crisis of thousands of Canucks coming south across (laughs) the border. This is a dereliction of duty. It is deliberate, and they don't intend to fix it. They don't intend to fix it because they have promised the radicals they will have open borders and they will not enforce our laws. And that is endangering the people of my home state of Texas. It's endangering people all across the country. It is unacceptable. It is inhumane. And it's
2: wrong. He would know, too, because he is a Canadian, right? Right. Yeah, <clears throat> Isn't Ted Cruz a Canadian?
3: No, I, w- I think he was born in Canada. One of his parents was Canadian. I, I forgot the whole story. So, uh,
2: you know, there's a picture of President Trump with Netanyahu and the guy from uh, Abbas, I think, from pa- the Palestinian mm-hmm. and uh, and what other nation. And basically it was the th- three people getting together, yeah. acknowledging... You know Israel's is a state and a trade partner, and you know normal relations mm-hmm. and They signed this treaty, and there it is two hundred and thirty nine days yeah. ago and Now they're at each other's other's throats. Mm-hmm. It's pretty sad, and all the uh Trump administration can do when you talk about crisis like the gas crisis they are responsible for you get Buttigieg being handed off by some gay guy uh, handing him this uh, mantle so that he could talk in platitudes and absolutely say nothing to the American people. It's one thing about Trump. He always gave you solutions to the problem when he would speak. He would speak efficiently. Right. Listen to this.
4: We now see gas above $3 a gallon for the first time in
3: seven years. Uh, Bottom line, what's your message to Americans who are worried about how this is going to impact their wallet? How long do you think this is going to last? And do you think... Prices are going to go up
2: even further. Uh, well, my message is that uh, we understand these concerns. Uh, that we've seen that in a lot of the impacted geographies, that this is a real issue, and that's one of the reasons why we've been working with every
0: lever of, of government that's available. Uh, and not uh, the federal government as an island, but interacting with states and with companies to address this. Uh, so, you know, I can't speak to, to long-term uh, energy markets. Uh, obviously, this is a very specific and acute issue, uh, but we recognize the concern that's out there, and that's why we haven't wasted any time to get into action. And it's why the president has directed
2: us to be really thorough in examining all of our different authorities and all the different pieces of our respective
0: agencies to be helpful. We now see
2: gas above. Yeah, I mean, uh, the issue is that's not an answer, is it? No. That's not a solution. So, um, a couple other little things before we head out of Dodge here, and that is uh, uh, North Carolina House just passed banning critical race theory. And all similar teachings in schools. You know, surprisingly, more and more black people really find this critical race theory to be absolutely disgusting.
3: Uh, Disgusting and personally offensive.
2: Yes. Um, Also, uh, Rosie Memo says Joe Biden is only talking about vaccines. Is he seriously not going to say anything about gas shortages? You know they're just talking about their talking points. They're like robots they don't they're not living they're in ignoring the, real world.
3: the reality that's happening.
2: Biden admin to resume border wall construction in Rio Grande Valley. Well, yeah, but that's again a little bit confusing um, and uh I wanted to get through a couple of other things. Let's see. Justin Clinton Obama economic advisor Summers sends an inflation warning to the White House, mm. urges Biden uh, to shift course, expire unemployment benefits and slow the rush of distributed COVID relief funds. There's a, so much more. Oh, I, we didn't even get into DeWine offering uh, million dollar uh, lotteries to COVID, uh, to vaccine takers.
3: All right. This, that's the new thing is because they the, the, if you're the under 17 college education's off. paid for yeah and so that
2: you know would you have a situation where you got to do that uh, again you know it's going to cause people to hold out for a better offer exactly yeah. anyway we, that's, we're at the end of our show my name is Scott Adams my name is Leonardo we'll see you next time on the radio bye bye everybody
0: I'm from a small town in Tennessee, a long way from the suits in D.C. But close enough now to see this mess. Where I stand, the mountain's getting steeper. They grab a shovel, dig a hole a little deeper, just to bury my kids right up to there.